slash Facebook Live video tonight. I'm John Hughes. I'm Kenya Hughes. And together, we, we are, are the Hughes. Hughes. I'm so sick. He is. Well, he's saying he's sick. You Ladies, you all know that when men are sick, they are like really extra with their sickness. They act like they are just dying and they're not. Give me the mic. John, what is wrong with you? I like this. This is Mike right here. So as y'all can see, Mihal is missing tonight. He got to study. He's doing his homework. That's right. And he said last week he was very tired afterwards. So we're going to have to give him a break. But we You ain't coming all the way from Croatia and ain't going to do your homework. Mm-mm. Oh, Lord. Dang must... work. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Did just mean that your daddy changed from one color to a, to a new color. Oh, Lord. I'm sh- when he watches this, he's going to be like, OMG. We act like he can't hear us, but he can. Um, so today, not today, well, this week, for the first time ever, I was able to say, um, let me know if I need to come to the school. I've never been able to say that. I was so excited to Don't, see that. Did you, did you, better not let me, you better not tell me I got to come to school. I was so excited. I mean, if I got for, to come to school. It was for scheduling purposes. It could be a problem. Oh, gosh. It was for scheduling purposes, not for anything else. But, yeah, but I was able to say that. And I'm you, never like my daddy used to, used to say to me, you did, I'm sending you to school to learn. That's it. Hey, y'all. Whoever's watching, tell us who's watching. We have two people watching us tonight, John. Dos. One, two. Maybe some more will join us, but... Maybe. You never know. You never know. So, John, let's talk about um, what's been going on this week, and we are the Hughes household. Uh, I'm, I'm tired. I'm sick. The mm. dog, Why are you in the camera like the that? The dogs are crazy. The dogs are crazy. You got both of the dogs are seniors. One's 17. And one's 14. And one's 14. Mm-hmm. One can't hear. Mm-hmm. And the other Hi, one... Hi, Debbie. Debbie's watching. And the other one act like... He can he, like he can hear, but he ignore everything I tell him. So what's so what's the problem? Both of them gonna be hot dogs. That's what's gonna happen. I got I got the buns and the mustard and the ketchup, and somebody about to be a hot dog. Whatever, they're good dogs. Our dogs' names are Duke and Noble, and they're English Staffy and a Bull Mastiff, and they are old. He's not an English Staffy. He's a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. I'm sorry, a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. An old whatever. one. A old Staffordshire Bull Terrier, but it's a dog, and they're still living. They're supposed to. Noble's um, lifespan is, I think, twelve or thirteen, and he, Duke is like eight or nine. He defeated all they're that. They're seventeen be, and fourteen. He must be on that program, um, Cynogenics. Huh? Well, I'm gonna start doing that. Cynogenics. Yeah. So it is a nutrition, health, medical program to. Help you prolong your life. Okay, got it. Okay, so that's what the dogs are on. Yeah, they must be on a plan that I didn't hear about, and they, you know, they they got some money that I didn't know about. Okay, what else has what what else has happened? You have anything else that's happened this week that you want to tell our we are the Hughes family? Jazz Fest is getting down to the wire. I tell you that much. Okay, and what about Jazz Fest? We selling tickets. John, the people that don't want to hear about Jazz Fest and selling tickets. Girl, when I tell you your makeup is on fleek tonight, I'm looking at it. Girl, you was, ooh, you was famous. Mm, hey, Miranda. Um, no, it is. I need to, I'm, Ladies, I'm trying to figure out what to do with my hair. So right now I'm in crisis mode. I don't, I'm trying to let the sides grow out. Just cut it off like me. Without cutting it off and I'm struggling. So now I've gone to this curly 
thing that already looks a mess and it's only three days old. It looks nice. I'm just struggling. So um, my natural hair ladies help. I mean, out. it's natural too. Yeah. Natural. I hate him. I really hate him. Um, but anyway, so I'm struggling. So that that's where I am uh, this week with my hair. I do have to figure out something for Jazz Fest, though, because I can't go up there looking like this because we're going to be emceeing in front of like 700 people, and I can't look crazy. Well, we, we MC events. So if you all have an event that you all need us to emcee, call us. Call We Are The Hughes. Call us. Call us. Inbox us, message us, whatever you need to do. Give us a call. Anyways, John, so you don't have anything to talk about tonight. Let me tell you what my struggles are. Well, you got the little pad over there. I thought I you do. had something to talk so about. So let me tell you what my struggles are this week. My struggles have been finding my purpose in life. Can you believe that? But that's been my struggle. Finding my purpose in life this week. And I really have been battling. I've been talking to a couple of my girlfriends. And um, as women, we put so much pressure on ourselves to fulfill these dreams and desires and expectations that we put on ourselves and that we believe that other people put on ourselves. Um, And we really sometimes don't know what our purpose is. I mean, I know that I love people. I know that I love helping people, but I've got to figure out uh, how to. You pick a hard time to be talking about you ain't know what you're supposed to be doing. Well, I'm just saying that's my struggle this week, finding my purpose. Girl, you seem to be doing everything. What? That doesn't mean that I still know what my purpose is. And like, am I fulfilled in my purpose? Hey, Terry. I got to send you out to Mesa, California, to one of them, um, them, them um, places where you can go on sabbatical. And I do need to. I do. That's the other part. We can, need to do. Um, I do need to do some Kenya time, some self time. You go by yourself. I know that. You going on a trip to stay with your girlfriends. And none of that, because all y'all gonna do is drink wine and party. No, but I'm John. This is a serious. I'm being serious. Okay, let's like be I'm, serious then. I'm being serious. So as a as women, we get yeah. What's God's plan? That's what I'm trying to figure out my purpose and what's God's plan. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, first of all, what I would tell you, trying to find out what God's plan is, you have to learn to be quiet. You have to learn to be silent. Mm-hmm. Um, people think that God. They have this conception that God's going to come to you in a, a thundering sound or a, a boisterous wind or which you read these things in the Bible and stuff like that. But it also says that God's voice is a whisper. Mm-hmm. So in those quiet times, which you must seek every day, you must learn to listen for the whisper. I'm trying to learn to be quiet. Mm. That's the And that is where I struggle in the being quiet part. Amen to that. Yeah. Amen to what? You don't know how to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets on my nerves. I'm being serious and seeking help. And he's talking about amen she to did, that. See, Terry says Sonoma, Arizona. She know where to send you to. Right. And then Miranda said that we need to stay grounded and God will show you the way. And that's my problem. Absolutely. Is that I need to learn to stay grounded. So one of my girlfriends called me the other day and she was like, I'm just checking on you because I haven't talked to you in a while. And I told her, I said, well, people that know me know that sometimes I just check out. And, but I'll be back. But I just have to check out to get myself together. So I've been checked out trying to get myself together. You know what I've learned also is that um, once you get, get over yourself, mm-hmm. 
And when I say getting over yourself, when you're talking about your ego, mm-hmm. your sensitive feelings, mm-hmm. your inability to take things that you perceive to be serious on a lighter note. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get out of your way of your get out of the way of yourself, mm-hmm. you can get to the 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 elemental part, which is you. And um, I had to learn that journey when I had to get to the elemental part of John Hughes to find out who is John Hughes, what is he all about. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when we originally started, we are the Hughes. It, it was from an immense part of an immense place of pain. Mm-hmm. And we just all kind of started doing things to fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. We had lost so much and didn't know how to replace it, even though we realized later mm-hmm. it's not meant for you to replace it. It is meant for you to learn from what was taken. Mm. I want people to hear, hear me when I speak about that. Because in God's infinite wisdom, certain things will happen to you in your life. And in those particular things in your life, which will be taken from you, God wants you to learn that once I have taken something out of your life, you have to learn. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, God. You have to learn what my voice is, what I'm trying to tell you. And what are you supposed to do as you move forward in this life when you don't have more, you actually have less. And when I say less, you have less things that you that you guarded in your life that you that you felt that you needed to anchor you. We shall lose our parents. We shall lose possessions. We shall lose loved ones. We shall lose things that we desperately love and need. But as we lose those things through time, through incidences, through situations, we have to learn that there is character in those things. And in the, in the losing, we have to learn that there is wisdom in the losing of, them th- of those things. We have to learn that there is love and change in the losing of those things. That's powerful. I don't know if it's powerful, but all I, it is powerful all, all, all I know is what, what we have lost has brought us an immense wisdom um, and admiration for love. Because when you learn to, to admire love, to give love, it's, it's the realization that you know that you don't have time. Time is a gift. I mean, it is a... Gift. We take it is a gift, and we take it for granted uh, every day. I, this this week, just looking through my Facebook feed, I mean, there are I know of at least four or five posts that I've seen of people that have lost someone that is either their their child, um, a friend, or a family member, and um, unexpe- all unexpectedly, like not even expecting it all. It, it at all it just happened and we have to really cherish those moments and I think that for me in cherishing those moments that's why I want to make sure that while I'm here while God has given me this time um, to be here on this side of the dirt as John always says 
that I'm really living in my purpose and that I am walking in my purpose because a lot of times we can um, walk blind. We think that we know where we're going and what we're doing, but we're walking blindly. So I want to make sure that I am doing what God has called me and ordained me to do. Danielle Lee Hodges, she's she's a, she's my cousin. She says, in the losing, you also learn to love, honor, and trust God even more. Yes. And that's so true because... Um, Losing my twin brother, losing our babies, losing opportunities to be an extended family changed places for us, switched roles for us. We um, thought that we didn't have a new door. And in that new door that was presented to us, we created We Are The Hughes. We did. We were doing random acts of kindness, with a with an emphasis on single mothers, families in need, involving ourselves into programs that allows us to recognize our humanity, to give back, to share something that is so precious, which is our humanity, which is love, which is um, the ability to give back. Um, I think it's I think it's very very difficult for people to get out of themselves mm-hmm. and give back to their community. If something devastating happens tomorrow that affects us in a regional area, you will see what humanity really looks like. You will see people act like animals, and you will see other people present themselves with love. And the sad reality is that we have the power of life and death in all of us. And in a moment of crisis, some of us choose life and some of us choose death. I challenge everyone out there to choose life. Uh, My friend Terry said that through losing my husband, God blessed me to find my purpose by working with hospice patients and their families. And when I tell you that, when I watch what Terry does, when I tell you that she loves her patients and she loves um, her job, and I don't even, I don't think I've ever talked to her, maybe met her. I think I met her once. Uh, we've talked via Facebook, but just from her post and what she shares, um, just to see the love that she has for her patients and what she does. It's amazing what God can do in your life um, through loss. And we are still, John and I are still, growing and learning what our purpose is um, through our loss, but we are, we're walking in it and trying to walk more in it every day. I'm going to challenge everyone out there, and I, I know this is going to be difficult for you, some people to receive this, but when tragedy hits you, it will affect us emotionally, and there's no way around that. But once you get past the emotion, once you get past the agony of losing someone that you love. Recognize the pressing. The pressing is the moment in time when God is shaping you to do something for him. And that something is for you to invoke what what Jesus Christ said to his disciples before he left. 
which is to love one another. In the pressing, look for God, because God will extend to you the love that passes all understanding. And when my brother died and they were putting him in the ground, I had my hand on a pole that was attached to a tent. And I tried to crush that pole. I could not crush it. And then I suddenly realized it wasn't because of my strength that I could not crush it. It was because of God's will that he meant for me to stay strong and to withstand what I was trying to not understand. What I didn't understand, which I understand now, that the loss of my brother was the descending the, uh, the ascent of a saint, which my brother was. It was and is. He's a saint that's with God now. But it, it also gave me one thing that I still had work to do. I asked, why him and not me? God has a reason for all things because in my mind, in my heart, my brother Jonathan Hughes was ready. And God in his infinite wisdom did not see me as being ready. So what, it, what was he doing? He was telling me, your brother was ready, but it's time for me to shape you into the man that you needed to be. Because what I will tell you is this, my brother was far further into the Lord than I was. But as he moved into his progression from his illness into his death, he let me know that he was ready. He let me know that he saw a glimpse of heaven, that he was ready for the Lord. And I, watching how a true Christian dies, and I say again, a true Christian dies and accepts the Lord and knows that his strength is with all of us and him moving into that process. And I noticed that I was weak and I could not stand to watch that transition. And I could not... Uh, take myself to that place where I could just watch my brother die. And I realized that those inadequacies that I had was just a cursor for me to be the man that I am trying to be today, which is a better man, a stronger man, that a man that fears the Lord, that I am a man that will speak the last dying breath that, that God is king, Lord of lords, and that every single action that I do on this earth will be about serving God. And if that means serving God through we are the Hughes, serving my wife, serving my community, then so be it. That's powerful, honey. That is it. Jonathan was a powerful saint for God. An incredible saint for God. An incredible and I, saint. I will eternally be humbled by knowing him. I, I I probably will never be like be as, as great as he was. You are great. You are you just have to live life for him and live live it to the fullest and live it for him and be an example of Christ and God's love everywhere that you go. You know we um, John talks about loss of his brother 
Um, and we often talk about people, you know, in loss of life and death. But a lot of times um, in relationships, we can lose people in relationships in life. And that can be heavy on us, um, especially, I'll say for women, we have um, friendships that we've had for a long time and we built those relationships and we believe that those are going to be lifetime relationships and then they are, uh, um, Uh-oh. and then we lose those relationships and, and that's a loss for us. And we have to learn how to walk in that and, and not be hurt, um, and move on and know that in every relationship, there's a lesson and we grow in those lessons. So while that person may not be there for you now, take what you learned from them in the past and think of the good times that you had together and cherish those moments. We're not all meant to be together forever, whether we are here on earth, we may not be meant to be together forever. And whether on the other side of earth, we, earth I'm sorry, um, we may not be. I mean, we, we may not, it just may not be meant to be, but cherish the moments that you have with the friends and the people that you have in your life now. Remember now, those that stayed couldn't leave and those that left couldn't stay. I love that saying. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. It is so true. When I first heard that statement, it is so real. God will remove the anchor in the camp. Yep. Friends that are not meant to be in your life will not stay. Friends that are meant to stay in your life will be with you forever. One of my closest, dearest friends is George Spice Miller. We have been friends since high school, and I count him very dearly as one of my brothers. Yeah, they've been together forever. But we've had some that have come. Mihail! Say hi! <laughs> Don't I, unplug me. I just came in to say hi. <laughs> because, yeah. He's doing homework. Because you got homework to do. He's finishing homework. Yes, and they're back to their, well, regular podcast. It's not all about me anymore. It is about you. You'll be back next week after home. He'll be back next week after homework, okay? He's, you have to tell y'all about his Florida trip, but he's he'll tell smart. you about that. I have to do that, but I'll do that next week, okay? Okay, he'll do that next yeah. week. He'll tell you, you all about You saw his hair, but you didn't see him. It exactly, just, hilarious. And he's gone. So tonight on a... Um, hey, Mom. Hello, Mom. And Pat. Hi, Pat. And Paul, uh, my Mihail, Ann said hi. Um, he said hi and hi. So tonight, so let me tell you all, he's um, his mom thinks that I'm not feeding him and that he's been eating fast food the whole time he's been here. That boy, that boy there. Ooh. But he's been eating. I mean, he has been eating Cheetos and pizza and hamburgers and hot dogs. So tonight, I cook. I told him, I said, I have cooked like two oh, other times. Oh, he had times. a real good meal tonight. Let me tell you all. He said, so I made spaghetti squash with sauteed shrimp and peppers and mushrooms and onions. And then I made a salad. He says, so I have two salads. <laughs> yeah, because it's because it's, cause it's, what was that? The zucchini? The squash? It wasn't even real spaghetti. It was the, the healthiest meal I ever ate in my we're life. We're eating healthy here. Okay? It was light. It was like a John, puff of air. Um, keeps saying that he needs to exercise and lose weight, so I'm helping him in losing weight. And um, yeah, we're eating vegetables. Yeah, because I was. I just had my little six month checkup and went to the doctor, and I am heavier than 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 Dumbo. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My so, mom yeah. got on the phone. What was that day for yesterday? Mm-hmm. She said, baby, can I give you some advice and you won't get mad at me? I said, sure, mama. Go ahead. Baby, you're too heavy. That's why your knee bothering you. I said, mama, go fly a kite. So I'm just saying, that's why we had two different types of salads tonight. And we're going to continue. I went to the grocery store today, and guess what I bought? Fish, shrimp, and vegetables. That's what we have. And that's mm-hmm. what we're going to be eating. And salsa. So that is their snack, is they're going to have salsa and chips. But we're going to be healthy here. Mihal can eat his Cheetos and his... Um, no more Cheetos, Cheetos. for you, Mihal. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay. He's, He's watching. Like, okay. He said, okay. All right. So listen, I got to do a shout out to my friend Bernadette. Bernadette turned 56 on yesterday. Uh-oh, 5'6". Yes. And Bernadette, Bernadette decided that she wanted to do 56 random acts of kindness for her birthday. 5'6". And she did a really good job of tracking them better than me. And she had 110 random acts of kindness done. Wow. In a month. Is that not amazing? I mean, yes, Terry, mama will tell you the truth. My friend Terry said your mama will tell you the truth. She told you the truth. Maybe you're too heavy. I said, mama, really? But Terry, his mom can say that. Now, when I told him that, he got offended and was mad at me. I told mama, I said, mama, you tell it in the truth. You know. That's not what he told me when I told him that. But My whatever. mama watching the show, too. I know that. Mom, when I told him that he was too heavy, he got an attitude and told me that I was mean and that if I didn't help him then I shouldn't be bothering him. And because I don't get up and walk with him in the morning, it's my fault. You sure do. It's your fault. Anyways, back to Bernadette. 110 random acts of kindness, and they're still going. I am so proud of her. Um, Anyone can do a random act of kindness. There is nothing that is too big or too small. Today, I was in the Avalon, and this um, older couple that is not from America was trying to find the Banana Republic. And they were like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And I said, yes. They said, where is Banana Republic? I really didn't know where it was. So I just took a moment and I called the Banana Republic for them to see exactly where they were. And they were so thankful. And let me tell you, it was hot outside, so I'm glad I found it for them. Yeah, they it's hot. this is hotter than chicken grease They would have passed out trying to find um, the Banana Republic. I'm just saying. But yes, yeah, so... Random acts of kindness. Do them, and nothing is too big or too small. But, but, but Ann Cote, from a physics point of view, the more mass you have, the more attractive <laughs> you are. That's how gravity rolls. I love it. And notice that she put rolls. Don't eat any more rolls. Yeah. Some rolls. <laughs> and my mama put on their cakes. Hey, um, cut. Um, you need to um, cut my mama off the, um, our podcast because she can't comment no more. She's in cakes. Ma, he's not been eating a lot of cakes. He's been, um, so he's been back on the Hagen dazs ice cream kick. So it's you, you the Hagen dazs He's not eating cakes. It's Hagen dazs ice cream with Swiss almonds. That's his thing now. So he has probably three containers right now. Who bought them? Um, you. You's a liar and the truth ain't in you. <laughs> Because, I mean, he makes you feel like you don't buy any snacks from me. You don't buy nothing from me. So that's what he eats. Mom, if I bought something healthy, he would 
Be mad. And Danielle, know. don't be defending. I love these family. Um, Danielle, don't be defending my mama because my mama telling everything. Stop telling it. all my business. But, Ma, he's not eating cakes. It's the ice cream. But he has cut out sweet tea. Mama. And he has. Oh, but, you know, I did. Mama, I, send me some sweet potato pie. No, I found a piece of cake hidden in the vegetable drawer today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what vegetable is this? And then I opened it. I was like. He has cake. I mean, it was like wrapped up good in wax mama, paper. Mama, send me some sweet potato pie. And then it was in plastic, and it was in the back of the vegetable drawer. Who does that? John Hughes trying to hide cake. Cake, 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 cake. But I threw cake. the cake away. You did what? I threw the cake away. The cake is gone. I had to make room for my vegetables, so I threw it away. Oh. Sorry. Okay, so yeah, that's what we um, have going on. All right, so my last request for the night, you guys, is pray for people in need. Pray for pray for me. Pray for John. Threw away my cake because I threw away his cake. But um, just pray. I have some friends going through some things right now, and um, just pray for people suffering with cancer. Pray for people um, in finances, dealing with finances. Just pray in general for people in need because it is definitely what is needed. Well, is there's a better there's no, there's not a better time more than ever. Your mama said cakes and ice cream. I'm sorry. Okay, we praying now? Yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for what you've given us, dear God. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your love, dear God. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You shall know by your gifts you shall know by your strifes. You shall know by your works. You shall know by your actions, is what God said. That they are known as Christians to God. Let every day that we move, every day that we breathe, every day that we move forward in your love to God, that we are known as Christians. Work on the people that need a financial breakthrough. Work on the people that need a healing to God. Work on the people that need a relationship renewed, dear God. Amen. We ask these things in your matchless name, the Christ, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you, honey. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I appreciate it. All right. So we are the Hughes fam. We signing out for the night. Because clearly, John pretended like he was sick, but he's not sick. I'm because I'm over he here burning just, up. The moment this this thing is over, I'm taking off my shirt and I going back into bed. He just, I'm telling y'all, if you give John a microphone and a camera, he comes alive, and he has come alive, and he's gonna get back in the bed. Thank you all for the amens. Continue to pray, um, but yeah, he's gonna get back in the bed. And uh, ladies, y'all know how men are. If you really, if you really want to give charity, if you want to do something outside of, outside of yourself and give back, why don't you come in the back and rub my foot? They ain't gonna have. See, what would Jesus do? You wouldn't. You're not gonna rub my foot. Mm-mm. I don't. Um, I don't do feet. I don't like any feet, y'all. Danielle, don't you worry about that. I can sing. Ooh, Danielle. Or he used to sing on the men's choir at church. Ain't no use to. 
I still he, he do. He did used to. I could hear him too when he was singing. Bless his heart. He was singing for the Lord. I love it. He can sing. Little hater, you can't sing. He that's can why sing. you ain't get on. He the, sings good old R&B. That's why none of them choirs that have you. And if we got a bunch of choirs, then you can't they get can. on all, any of them. You can't even get on the Y'all, senior choir. You, I sang on the choir one time. We really are. You signing can't off. even get on the senior choir. We, I'm signing off for real. But let me tell you, we sang on the. Oh, she said, "Bring answer, bring you cake." That's what. Jesus, huh? <laughs> Jesus would bring you cake. That's what he would do. That's right. Bring me some cake, and and y'all better not have any cake at your house on Sunday. I'm not getting there until late. Don't give John any cake. None, and and I'm coming for my cake. Don't give him any cake. Anne's my friend. Anyways, um, I did try to sing on the choir one time. One time. That is not my gift. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Can you? Are you a um a alto? Are you a tenor?" Well, I was like, I don't know. Alto, tenor, bass, and this was over here. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. So, anyways, so we're signing off. We'll see y'all. It's been real. Um, Mihal will be back with us next week because his homework will be done, and he'll give you all an update on his. Oh, it'll be his first. Gosh, almost two. I cannot believe that. But it'll be almost his first two weeks of school at that point. He will give you all an update. It has been an experience, but I will let him share it. Let's just say that he is making friends, and he really probably could have been like our child. He's very outgoing and very talkative. Love y'all. I'm John Hughes. I'm Kenya Hughes. And together, we We are the Hughes. And we love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Is this love that I'm feeling? If this is love that I've been searching for, is it love that I'm feeling? Is this the love that I've been searching for? All right, we got to go. Good night. Bye. Oh, I can never do this. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> Hold on. You got to take it out. You got to take it out. See? Oh, people. Lord. Take it out. Okay, take it out. Okay. Take it out. Slide it out. Oh, Slide Lord. it out. Okay, we're going. Bye. Maybe. Mm-hmm.